Welcome back to the Game Chat Podcast. Friday, December 29th. Just me and Eli here today. It's like the good old days. It's the like good old days. This I guess that only been one episode. Yeah, it was. Just the first one. Just the first one. The main voyage. But we're here. And we're on YouTube. So go check us out. Game Chat Podcast on YouTube. We're trying it out. Uh, it's just me and Eli in the house today. As I said, so we figured this would be a good time to try out the YouTube. So, um, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see what drink me and Eli have in our hands right now. We won't tell the podcast listeners. You guys nope. will have to suffer. You won't know what I'm what we're what we're drinking right now. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, yeah, so go check us out. Subscribe. Uh, leave us a comment. Maybe we'll probably respond. Probably can't can't think of a reason why we wouldn't. Yeah, not doing much else. No. So <laughs> yeah. give it a like. Can you like YouTube videos? Yeah. 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 Hey. Also, congrats to Eli. He's graduated. I'm graduated. I'm a free man. You are. This yeah. is you, you did it. I did it. Dude. I don't have to do anything else. Ever. <laughs> Your entire life. It's, yeah. This is it. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. You uh you came. You conquered. You're still here. You still not, here. You I'm alive. You didn't leave. Yeah, made out on the other yeah. end. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. It's just great to be here. Yeah. So we took a took a few weeks off. It's it's always a bummer the way that just our schedule lines up for at least the podcast because we watch football all season together and do the podcast all season together and then like right when it gets good it is the same thing with like fantasy football like the fantasy football championships are the last couple weeks of this of the calendar year and that's when we're we all at least us roommates all go home and go to separate locations and it's like dang that's a bummer we didn't get to watch the fantasy championships together we didn't get to like discuss the most important nfl games of the regular season together like yeah it's just kind of a bummer but yeah. Yeah, it is it is it does always line up like that. I remember it was the year I, I won. It was just my second year of playing fantasy and I was at home in the basement alone watching Alvin Kamara score like seventy points against my team. And I was just I'd never felt so like lonely and <laughs> Yeah. No <laughs> like, totally. I, I was just like, This is the worst. I was like I, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Uh then you came back and won. I came so. back and won. I had I'm not going to go through it, but that was the nuttiest fantasy football team. I no, go had. through it. You had so I had Josh Allen. I had Josh Allen. I had Stephon Diggs, Devonte Adams, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook. Um, I can't remember who my my RB two I think fluctuated, but in the championship I played Miles Gaskin, and it was Miles Gaskin. That's right. It, it was hilarious because I traded. I basically traded straight up with Matthew Miles Gaskin for Tyler Lockett, and I played Matthew, and we both played Tyler, Tyler Lockett and Miles Gaskin. I think Lockett had like 10 or 12 uh and miles gaskin had 33 nice yeah and i yeah i put up over 200 in the championship it was wild i was i was after the first game i was it was like a i was favored like two percent it was like he basically technically won and then josh allen stefan Dix had like three touchdowns and Devontae adams just was Devontae Adams. yeah that was that was the wildest season i i think i I got lucky with a couple of trades that that year as well. That was just everything came together. Brought it home. Brought it home. Uh, but all I say is I watched all those along. <laughs> right, and made sucked. up to the uh, Mike Boone incident the year before. Yeah, I won't get into that. No. Um, 
Shout out Matthew Johnson, actually. He is, I think right now he's on a plane to New Orleans um, to watch Washington versus Texas Ooh. on Monday night. Very so, nice. Yeah, we played a uh, our annual New Year's Eve football game on the 26th this year. And Matthew Johnson was there. So we were talking about it. He, uh, had, Matthew Johnson had a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Matty J. They, uh, they started to go to a zone defense. The other team, Matthew's on my team. And uh, they started to go to a zone defense. And Matthew's just heading up the seam. And I think I hit him on like five straight passes, including a touchdown. It was awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. He's a we called the, the Matthew Johnson drive. He's a regular Travis Kelsey. He just finds those. Pretty much. Pockets. Yeah. yeah. Oh, pretty much. That's where to be. All right. So we got we got a lot to discuss. Uh, it's been three weeks since our last pod because we were planning on doing one before we left. But um, it was just kind of a weird time in our house. Like everyone was finishing up finals. I had a bunch of work stuff. And so it, we just didn't end up doing it. So it's been three weeks since our last pod. December 8th was the last one. So. Wow. Yeah. So we're going to discuss um, some playoff stuff some um college football playoff um we're gonna discuss all the big games kind of where we where are we where we're standing right now in the nfl um but first i want to start with russell wilson i think that's the the big piece of news in the nfl right now is russell wilson is benched with a chance for the for the broncos to still go to the playoffs um he he is benched for the last two games of the season Jarrett Stidham is going to be their starting quarterback, which if you remember, I think we talked about it on the pod back in like March. They signed Jared Stidham to like a pretty decent backup quarterback salary. I think it was like $5 million a year or something, which is significant enough that it like, it was like, okay, this is, this is something. They didn't just sign like a minimum contract. They gave him some money uh, and he will start the last two games of the season, which are against the Chargers and the Raiders. Like some pretty easy games for the Broncos to possibly win. And you would think Nine and eight would have a good shot at getting into the playoffs in the AFC, but they bench Russell Wilson, and then it comes out that they're going to cut Russell Wilson in March. Um, Eli, you had do you have like kind of the breakdown of the numbers? Um, I remember you sent it. Yeah, to, I, to I just pulled it up on Spot Rack, yeah. which is generally what we use when we talk about contracts and things, and it's still. It's laid out pretty clearly, but it's still some of the language is still a little confusing to me. But um, it's like this season his dead cap is 107 million, and the next season it's 85 million. And so I think if they cut him in March, I think the dead cap would be that 2024 dead cap of 85 million. Um, he his cap hit next year is 35, and so I think they they basically are losing 50 million. I think because instead of paying him thirty five, they're. I think they take like an eighty five million dollar dive, but he is like then that following year twenty twenty five his cap hits fifty five and then fifty eight fifty three fifty four, so like for a year or two it's probably really gonna suck because they're not gonna have any cap room and it's going nowhere. Right. I think like in the long run, they get to avoid his, like, Godzilla contract that they gave him. It, it is wild that they they this also this is all the Seattle, he has not started the contract that the Broncos gave him once they traded for really him. yeah so this is Jeez. all this like he this year's the end of his Seattle contract oh, um, wow so 
he gets all the guaranteed money that that you know he he had. So I think it's a ninety million dollars about is how much Russ will get from the Broncos because that's what his guaranteed was. That's wild. Um, um, he also has what it says here is in twenty twenty six. There's a potential out. Um, again, I don't one hundred sixty one million. I don't know what that is, but then it says thirty one million dead cap. So I think whatever team he's on, if the contract remains the same. 2026 it's like they can cut them and only pay 30 million or something like that it's cap stuff and contract stuff is still like a little confusing but um i think basically boiling it down is if they cut them in march it's it's gonna really cost them on the front end right like a lot and i don't know um i don't have the actual team pulled up i don't know what like what their cap hit situation is like they might go way over the cap limit just by cutting him. I'm not sure. Yeah, I I think they that Cortland Sutton, Justin Simmons. It looks like they pay as well. Um, Garrett Bowles has a decent contract at 17 million. Cortland and Justin Simmons are both 18. So yeah, they're in trouble. <laughs> they're they're in trouble. Yeah, what I don't. What I just don't understand about this move is I feel like with what this franchise has been going through for the last several years, I feel like I feel like it's more important to please your fan base and try to make it to the playoffs than go back into a really sticky situation with money and then relying on Jarrett Stidham to start the next season. And because like I mean they were I think they surprised people this year, um, and I don't know how much of that was Sean Payton, but like they're starting to look like not a bad team. Like they have they have some nice pieces on defense, and Russ has been able to at least kind of put it together. And like they haven't looked ter- terrible. And I mean they have what well, they have a winning record. Yeah, or they're almost seven and eight. Yeah, seven and eight. yeah. I think close. I think a big part of it. I I I think Russ and uh, Sean Payton just didn't like each other. I think they didn't like each other really? at all. So I think that might be a that might have played. I I think that played a pretty big factor. Actually, I think that's probably the number one factor. And that would make sense because then the front office is looking at, all right, we're looking better the last few weeks. You know, what's what's changed? It's Sean Payton. It's the same team as the last season. And so I could see them, I guess knowing that, I could see them saying like, all right, hey, we'd rather have Sean Payton yeah. get rid of us. I think that's what they chose. And I think they're probably banking that if Sean Payton finds a guy that's willing to work with him more than Russ was, or like they're going to be able to go out and get a quarterback, probably not pay for one but like they're gonna have to be able to sign a quarterback for a, uh, at least that sean gets to choose for a small amount of money i think that's kind of what they're banking on so it's very interesting i don't uh, yeah i mean that russell wilson trade now it, now that they cut him is one of the most lopsided trades in nfl history yeah um i mean he played two seasons there there the, the ramifications for the next few years with all the cap that we just discussed that they owe him and the fact that they just didn't win when he was there like I mean, even if Jared Stidham, even if they go to the playoffs this year, it that's that's not like <laughs> that'll be Jared Stidham that <laughs> that won in the last two games and is going to play for them in the playoffs. So, yeah, it's it's wild. Um, and then there's a lot of questions about where Russ is going next. Um, I mean, there's so many teams that need a quarterback this offseason, so it's it's really hard to pick even a couple teams at this point to like discuss where he wants to go i mean like the falcons the raiders the saints the steelers the patriots like 
so many teams that are being thrown out of where Russell Wilson back to the Seahawks is is another one. So I don't know. I don't really feel like that would be a great conversation to have right now. It's like, oh, where do we think Russell Wilson's going to go? Because there's yeah. so many teams that need a quarterback right now. So yeah. uh, Commanders, I know, is another one that has been thrown out there too. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. Anything else on Russ? I don't think so. All right. Um, we got, I figured we'd touch a little bit on our dynasty fantasy football league because we talked about that a lot in the off season. So, um, Reed Morgan versus Matthew Duffy is our championship game. Uh, I'll read off the lineups just, just for the listeners really quick. So Matthew Duffy, uh, Matthew Stafford, Austin Eckler, Jamar, Jameer Gibbs, Jamar Chase, Trey McBride, David Montgomery, Taylor Heineke is in his super flex. <laughs> and he also started Amari Cooper, which was just a big bummer. I, yeah, tough, tough look over there. Uh, and then Reed Morgan has Baker Mayfield, who's been just a stud. Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Justin Fields. Reed's got a really good team. Yeah, he's got he's got, he's got a great team. I was gonna be it was gonna be probably a pretty close game. Matthew Duffy was seven and seven, and snuck into the playoffs. Um, Reed Reed has had one of the best teams all year. Um, Matthew had two hundred points less than Cole, um, but was seven and seven. Cole was six and eight. Um, so, and then Matthew played Brandon, who had a bad week in the first round of the playoffs, and then he had Amari Cooper go off for fifty points and beat. Anthony, who and just a massive bummer for Anthony yeah. <laughs> to, lose, to lose in the semifinals. Anthony had has Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Puka Nakua, TJ Hawkinson, Tyree Kill, CD Lamb, James Cook, Bijan. Like his team is so good, and they lose in the quarterfinals. I was talking to Anthony when I was at home, and he was like, "Like I don't know what to like. What am I supposed to? Yeah, do? yeah. It's like yeah, no, that's, nothing. That's just a real tough. It's real tough to go at. It. I mean, he put up yeah, hundred thirty seven points." And Matthew put up 155 with uh, 51 of them coming from Alvin, or Amari Cooper. So um, I made it to the semis. Lost to Reed last week. Reed put up 150. Um, I had a, it was a bummer of a week for for um, Sam Laporta and Jared Goff to to not do anything. They combined. I think the week in the quarterfinals they combined for like 55 points, and they combined for 20 in the semifinals. And I was like, yep. Yeah. I'm not going to win a game if they don't have a big game together. So, yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, let's do, before we get into NFL, I want to talk a little bit college football playoff. Uh, again, we're recording this on Friday, the 29th. So a huge football weekend, um, which is awesome. I think tonight there's tonight. There's a, let's see. Yeah. There's a one new year's six bowl. I think it's the first one, Missouri versus Ohio state, which actually will be, semi-entertaining because Ohio State's quarterback is like Kyle McCord their starter all year is transferring um so I'm interested to kind of see what Ohio State looks like tonight but then tomorrow on Saturday a couple big bowl games um Georgia versus Florida State should be a good one in the Orange Bowl um Detroit Lions versus Dallas Cowboys are Saturday night Sunday obviously NFL all day and then Monday is the college football semi playoff semifinals. Uh, the first one is the Rose bowl. It is Alabama at Michigan. That's at 3 PM mountain time. 
Eli, do you have a do you have a do you have a pick in this game? Michigan is favored by one and a half. Um, and the over under, I believe, is forty four and a half. You're not I know you're not the biggest college football guy, but what are your thoughts? <laughs> I honestly have no idea because I thought I was under the impression that Alabama wasn't having like a normal Alabama season. And then the last couple games that I've watched them play, like they've looked pretty good. And so like, I have, I have no idea what kind of Alabama team is going to go out there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got no idea. I kind of, I mean, I kind of like Michigan, Michigan in this. I think they're, um, I think they have, I like the way they play football. They tend to, they strike me as kind of the hard defense, tough running kind of team. And, um, yeah, I feel like if you just if you just don't let Alabama have any like crazy plays or anything like that, you know, yeah. I think I think they can handle them. Um, I'll, I'll I'll go here. So I think I'm with you. I like Michigan in this game. Um, I have not been a fan of Alabama this this year. I'm I'm not really impressed with Jalen Milrow in the games I've watched him. Everyone, you know, the, the the big talk is like, okay, it's Alabama, obviously, which. That's hard to argue. If you're just going to say, okay, it's Alabama. It's like, yeah, they, they are Alabama. They, they have not gone three years without winning a national championship since Nick Saban was the head coach. Like, he has won a national championship at least every three years. That's insane. Um, and they haven't won one in three years. So history tells us Alabama's going to win the national championship. Um, they, they did beat who I thought was the best team in the country all season in Georgia last week or last game. That was five weeks ago now, but I have not been impressed with Jalen Milrow the entire season. Um, I don't think he's a good quarterback. He is a good athlete, but um, I think I, I, I just don't think he's going to have enough, make enough plays to, to, to win them this game. Um, I don't think this is as strong of an Alabama team as it's been. Uh, and again, everyone's talking about them beating Georgia and forgets that they struggled with Auburn the week before they need a miracle fourth and seven thirty seven to to win that game so uh, i'll take michigan minus the points another interesting stat uh the over under is 44 and a half um since the college football era started in 2015 uh or 2015 it was january 1st 2015 was the first game of the college football playoff semifinals um it was oregon and florida state in the rose bowl since then all Rose Bowl games have gone over 50 points combined for, for at least, except for Alabama Notre Dame, which was a semifinal game uh, in, in COVID. It was like it, there was only 18,000 people there. It was 31 14, which is 45 points. So still goes over. And that game was actually played in the Cotton Bowl because that was when California was still weird there's no one allowed it so they didn't have any games at the rose bowl so that was the rose bowl game at the cotton bowl stadium so all the games since 2015 in the rose bowl have gone over 50 points uh and most of them not even close um like two years ago utah ohio state was 45 48 uh, there's been some 54 48 games in there 52 49 uh 59 to 20 like lo- the rose bowl is a high scoring track so uh, my bets are Michigan and the over in that game. Okay. The second semifinal game, uh, 645 Mountain Time, number three, Texas, number two, Washington. 
Washington is four and a half point underdogs to Texas. Um, I really like Washington in this game. Uh, I have Washington's been counted out all year, all year. Um, they did not play great football for sure for like a month. Uh, they had a stretch in like October where they, they, after they beat Oregon, they barely survive a bad Arizona state team. They barely survive a bad Stanford team. They, struggled defensively against USC close game against Utah close game against Oregon State very close game against Washington State that they probably shouldn't have been close in but then they beat Oregon in the rematch in the Pac-12 championship and they've just been they've been under they were massive underdogs in that Oregon game they've been underdogs all season and they're underdogs in this game which makes no sense to me honestly because Washington not only is undefeated um but and obviously, like I just pointed out, all their struggles. But Texas has struggled too, and they have a loss. They lost to Oklahoma, and then they 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 play a close game against Houston the next week. They barely beat Kansas State. They beat TCU, who TCU was awful this year by three points. That TCU team lost to Colorado at the beginning of the season, um, and like I don't know, Texas has just kind of been coasting along and. I think they're just favored because of the name and, and, and people just don't seem to respect Washington and all the talk is on, on Texas and their big D line. And I, I don't, I don't know. Washington's O line won the award for best O line in the country. So I'm like, okay, if there's a team that can stop this Texas D line, it's going to be Washington. They're the best O line in the country. Penix just never gets sacked. And the weak spot of the Texas team is the secondary. Guess what the best part of Washington's team is? The receivers. Like, I, I don't know how, I don't know, every breakdown I hear of this game is just like, oh, well, Texas's D-line is going to be the key to this game. And it's like, okay, but Washington's O-line will at least be able to, to like, they're not going to get crushed. Um, and then the, the weak point on Texas's team is this is facing the strong point of Washington's. Uh, Washington's defense doesn't get enough credit either. I, I don't know. I think... I'll, I'll four and a half is is insanely disrespectful so i love the plus four and a half and the washington money line is is honestly a great bet too so i'm very high on washington yeah i i'm on washington i'm not i'm not as high on washington as you are i don't think but um like i really like texas's team but yeah it's almost the fact that washington is they're undefeated number two ranked and they're four point underdogs like that's that's kind of how it's been. I feel like for a while is like when they played Oregon. What was the line when they the second time they played Oregon? It was like, like eight or I think it was like nine, ten and a half. Yeah, which is wild. And then they like it's just they were underdogs against Oregon State too. Yeah, like I I almost feel like whoever's making these lines wants Washington to win because they're like the second that we make them like favored in a big game, they're gonna lose. That's I don't know. That's probably not true, but it's just yeah, they're underdogs and they've been underdogs for a while and they keep proving everyone wrong and um and. I think what I saw against Oregon the second time they played was, you know, like they can they can destroy teams with the deep ball with those receivers, but they can also, I mean, the receivers are good route runners as well. Like they can dink and dunk their way up a field. And, yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the running back, but like Dylan Johnson. Dylan he's, Johnson. He's a stud. Yeah. Like they have, they're they have a multi dimensional offense. Like they can they can adjust. They can make adjustments. Penix is a good enough quarterback to where he's not he's not just like a gunslinger shooting it down the field. Like he can. He can make smaller technical passes. Like they they can make an adjustment and they can they can play they can play against different types of defenses, I think. And so I, I think it's that being said, I think it's a close game. I 
I really like Quinn Ewers, and um, I think he's I think he's an absolute stud. So I don't I don't think it's a blowout either way. But um, yeah, for the fact that Washington's underdogs, you know, I think I think they're I think they're probably the better team coming in in this game. Yeah, um, I I put a I put a future on them to win. They were they're plus seven twenty to win the championship with this final four. Um, and I think all four of these teams are pretty pretty even. So um, I like that as well. So. Yeah. I, either way, I I hope all these games are going to be fun. This is, in my opinion, I think maybe even since since the first college football champion college football playoff, where Ohio State won with their backup quarterback, and it was Jameis Winston versus Mariota was the semifinal. Like I think this has been the most even matchups in a college football playoff, and probably the most excited I've been to watch it. Like I think these are um, these are like must watch college football games. There's pros everywhere great quarterbacks like it's gonna be fun yeah i feel like ever since i've started watching like college football and paying attention to it i feel like every year the number four team is like it seemed like it was notre dame a couple times like cincinnati snuck in one year it seems like it's these teams that are like you know like oh they could be they could be really exciting underdogs or frisky is the but they're just people not. like to throw. Yeah. and then they're just not because they're playing against these top teams but yeah it is it is really exciting that there's four really good teams you could argue maybe even five or six really good teams yeah. like there was uh, it seemed like every year it was a clear cut like three, and then you know you can throw the fourth in. But like this was a year where like if it was if it was more than four, it, there would be more than four teams that deserved it. I think definitely, yeah. So those should, those should be fun to watch. We'll uh, talk about the results of those next week uh, and preview the national championship game because the national championships on the eighth. Um, all right, let's do some NFL. Uh, we'll start with I kind of want to start with the current playoff picture and just kind of discuss some some of the teams and we can. Go into last week's games and, and preview this week's games, and then we'll we'll do our picks at the end. Um, so the current playoff picture, let's start at the AFC. Uh, Baltimore has the number one seed right now. They've clinched a playoff spot. Uh, the Dolphins have the two seed. They have clinched a playoff spot as well at 11-4. and four. Kansas City is a three seed. Jacksonville, four. Cleveland clinched a playoff spot last night. They're 11-5. And then uh, Buffalo in the sixth. And then Indy's in the seven right now. There's a four-way tie uh, at eight and seven. Indianapolis owns the tiebreakers. But Indianapolis is eight and seven. Houston, eight and seven. Pittsburgh, eight and seven. And Cincinnati, eight and seven. Uh, And then Vegas and Denver are still alive at seven and eight. So let's start. So Baltimore would have a bye right now. Miami would play Indianapolis. Kansas City, Buffalo, Jacksonville, Cleveland. Getting a Kansas City Buffalo rematch in the first round of the playoffs would be electric. Yeah. I personally am all for that. Yeah. I think that'd be that'd be so exciting. I think let's let's we can kind of talk about last week's games while we while we jump into this. And I, I want to start with uh the Ravens because they deserve to be the, the first team we talk about. They are twelve and three. Uh they play the Dolphins this week, which is essentially for the one seed. Um, the, the, the winner of that game has a very good shot at, at getting the one seed. It's actually very interesting if the dolphins lose that game. So, so if they win the, the dolphins would have the inside track at the one seed over the Ravens, cause they would have the same record and then the tiebreaker. If the dolphins lose the dolphins, then play the bills next week. And if the bills beat the Patriots, that game will be for the division. Yeah. So it's crazy. Like the dolphins could be anywhere from the one to the five seed depending on their results the next few weeks. 
Yeah, I was just looking at that because the only team to clinch a division is the only teams are the Niners and the Lions. Because mm-hmm. I was looking at it, I was like, there's how have the the Ravens or the Dolphins? Because yeah, the Ravens are only one game actually. Well, they're the, one the Browns, and a half. Yeah, one and a half because the Browns just played. Um, but yeah, the Browns aren't necessarily out of it. I wouldn't put my money on it. But yeah, and then the Dolphins, the Dolphins could, they might not even end up with that division. Yeah. So the Ravens, obviously, they're 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 the they're the number one team in everyone's power rankings this week. They beat the Niners thirty three to nineteen was the final on Christmas night, and it honestly wasn't even that close. Like I think that score was. Uh, a little bit closer than the end after Sam Darnold had his touchdown drive. But uh, Lamar definitely vaulted himself into the MVP. Now he's MVP favorite. Um, he went 252 for two touchdowns. Um, also had 45 yards rushing, which he had a big one at the, I think it was the end of the first half uh, that set up a big touchdown for them. Uh, you know, his if he wins MVP, everyone's talking about like his stats might be the most underwhelming MVP stats of all time. Like his stats are not great, but that's kind of been the award is like, who's the number one seeds quarterback. And like, it's not like Lamar's played bad this year. And I, honestly, I think he's played really well. Yeah. His stats just aren't the same, which I kind of have mixed feelings about. Like I definitely wouldn't be mad if they give it to McCaffrey or Tyree kill, but I also at the same time, don't really think it should like, is it, is it really just, okay, whoever throws for the most yards and touchdowns should be the one who gets MVP? Like, I think there should be some element of, like, how well is your team playing? How well have you played, like, in your yeah. biggest games? I don't know. I think that should matter, too. And this was the biggest game of the year, and Lamar played great. Can everyone hear that? <laughs> they started building those houses, like, three years they're ago. Finally, they're now, finally doing work they, on them. Yeah. They've been sitting still for a year. There's some siding up there, but um, this is, like... That's so funny. The one time it's an issue. <laughs> they've just... Oh, my gosh. Um. So, yeah, Lamar finally... I mean, he looks... He. This was the best... Biggest game of the year, and... This is so That's funny. so distracting. <laughs> But it was, it was the biggest game of the year, and he he balled out. Um, yeah. He he was the best player on the field that night. Um, yeah, what do you do? You, do you buy the Ravens? Like, are they are they your Super Bowl favorite right now? Because they they have to be one in your power rankings. Yeah, like the, they, they're they, one, they just have to be. Yeah, they're one in my power rankings. Um, playoffs are just such an interesting. Because I mean, what? So they'd get the buy, and then they'd play. I don't know. Like if they if they if their first game in the playoffs is against the Browns, like if it's against the Browns, I I really like their their chances to move on. But um, but like if the Bills finish strong and beat, they should beat the Patriots. Uh, and then if they if they finish beating the Dolphins and potentially winning that division, and like the Bills are one of the hotter teams right now, just with momentum. And um, like if if their first game in the playoff is against a red hot Josh Allen. Like, I guess if the Bills win the division, it might they might not play him. I don't know. the 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 Ravens right now are the second have the second best odds to win the Super Bowl. The Niners are still first by a long shot. Really? Niners are plus two forty, so two to almost two to one to 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 win the MVP. The Ravens are five plus five hundred, so double the odds for the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. And then uh, eight fifty is the Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, and Dolphins are all at plus 850. So wow. there's a clear gap of the of the Niners and then a clear gap of the Ravens. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, that gap is probably, 
I would I would be comfortable shooing in the Niners through the NFC. Um, and, I mean, we just saw the Ravens have proven that they can be a better team than the Niners, but I think they just have to play tougher opponents and tougher matchup, like matched up opponents. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to put a team above the Ravens even through the playoffs, and things get crazy in the playoffs, and um, Lamar in the playoffs, as I know is, in the past, has been kind of a there's been comparisons about him not very, not playing very well in the playoffs. And, um, and so I, you know, we'll see what happens, but I mean, I think one of my favorite parts about this team is their defense. And, um, like, I feel like that's one thing that doesn't really, it's, it's rare to see a good defense, like choke that off. And I feel like sometimes there's, if you have a streaky quarterback, maybe that's when it gets iffy in the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, I think they're playing any game close. I don't think they're going to, they're not going to get a ton of points put up on them. And, you know, if Lamar's players and Lamar stay healthy, I think they're I think they have a good shot to win and make it to the Super Bowl. And then you know, then you can talk about a rematch against the Niners or maybe having to play the Eagles or something. But Yeah, I think I don't know. I've had mixed feelings about the the, the Ravens playoff like especially like Lamar's playoff, you know, woes. Um because I don't know, I was looking at it like it all started after his MVP year. Like, like he wins the MVP in 2019, and then they lost in the first round to. They got the bye, and then they lost in the first round to the Titans. And like that Titans team was ended up being really good. Almost made it to the Super Bowl. I think they they lost to the Chiefs, right? I'm pretty sure so. the game after that, and that was when like Derrick Henry kind of went went crazy. But uh, and then they 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 beat the Titans in next year in the playoffs, and then lose to the Bills, who the Bills arguably could have gone to the Super Bowl. That like that was the year of the seventeen seconds game. So I don't know if that's really like a choke from from Lamar. And then they missed the playoffs in twenty twenty one. He was hurt. Um, and then in twenty twenty two, like last year, Lamar was hurt as well, and they lost the Bengals in overtime, I believe. So, or in the fourth quarter. But I, I don't know. Like I don't think it. It's he's they've choked that hard especially in like the last two years, like they missed it in 2021 because Lamar was hurt and then Tyler Huntley played in last year's game. Okay. So I don't know. And then I, I, I mean, you can even extend it to the last three years. Really the only year they choked is when they got the bye and then lost to the Titans. Um, I don't think they lost 17 to three to that bills team. And like I said, that bills team could have won the Super Bowl. If I'm not mistaken, I think Lamar. I think it was like the fourth quarter, but I'm, I think he exited the game with a concussion. Right. So, so I don't know. I think, I think that's kind of the narrative, and like you're right. Like that's that's going to be what people are going to dock against the Ravens and the the NFC. The AFC looks at least a little bit more even than the a- NFC. But that's what I thought before this game. Like I didn't really give them much of a shot to beat the Niners, and they handled them pretty well. So I don't know. I think. Cole Cole was definitely like I think we should give Cole some props. He's been on the Ravens for I, he was on them all of last year, and then Lamar gets hurt, and it's kind of like well that's a bummer. But he was on them all this year too. I think he predicted them to win the Super Bowl, and that they're definitely the favorites right now. I think a lot of yeah. a lot of people are also like oh they, I don't know if they have the running game to do it, and like the running backs, and I'm like I don't really think that matters a ton. I think it matters. They never needed a, a star running back to have a a solid run game. No, totally. And if Lamar's playing, if Lamar's healthy, this is, I think, the Super Bowl favorite right now. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, on the other side, 
that that's a very tough loss for the Niners. I think the thing I was most surprised about in this game was that they didn't give McCaffrey the ball more. He had 14 carries for 103 yards. He's averaging 7.4 yards a carry. Um, I don't know if that's a little bit of like gamesmanship. Like, okay, the Ravens kind of took the lead. Like, we need to conserve McCaffrey. Like, we don't really have a chance. That, that is kind of the Niners' weakness. It's like if you get down, you can't really just keep feeding McCaffrey the ball because that's this. This is this is what we were worried about about the Niners, right? Like, yeah. this is what their concern has been all year. Like, when you get down or when you get into a team that is similar skill set as you guys can you can you come from behind can you you know keep up with them like that and um this is the first game this year when they're fully healthy that they didn't look like the best team basically in football yeah so um i don't know it definitely did feel good as a brock purdy truther i guess I, i don't know i i'm not a brock purdy believer i don't even know what to think of it like i don't hate him I think that's where I'm like, you just, I don't think he's, you think he's overhyped. Yeah, very. Yeah. I think he's over. I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people are starting to catch on and think that he's overhyped. It's, it's tough. Cause I think he's, I think he's good. I just don't think he's special. Yeah. I, like, see, I, don't, I don't even think he's that good. I think <laughs> that's where I like that's yeah. Anyways, continue. Cause I think, you know, and any of these quarterbacks that we've seen play for a while that we can, you know, kind of consensus consensus can say like, okay, these guys are, elite these guys are really good they have something special like it's um one it's rare that you would see them throw three first half picks you'd maybe see it from josh allen (laughs) (laughs) um but a lot of times if you see one of those quarterbacks do it they'll find a way to at least kind of claw their way back and it just kind of seemed like they gave the ball a few times got down big and then there's just like nothing they could do and a lot of that i think has to do with um who you have at quarterback because this this whole like I think I think having an okay quarterback and not having a really good quarterback, but having just really good tools around them, like that works great when you have the freedom to just do whatever you want. But then when it's like, okay, we have to make some big plays, it's like, well, that's kind of when you need a quarterback making your big plays, not just like let's put, let's craft this this crazy play and we'll have Debo Samuel run for seventy yards or whatever. Like it's just hard to do that when you're down. Um, and I think I think that I think that's all quarterback and and like like you've been saying and I kind of like we've been saying all season is like yeah if this team gets down it's they're in a really tough spot and I think that's all quarterback play and you know Brock Purdy can get them into the playoffs. I get, still can, think I still think they can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they, they still I, can, but they're, they, they're the favorites. Like I think it's definitely def they're they're probably the like my favorite to win the Super Bowl right now still. Yeah, and I I mean. I'd, honestly, now that we're talking about it, I think there would almost be my second favorite behind uh, the Ravens. I think I think the Niners. I'd almost put money on them to make the Super Bowl no matter what. Like, right. I think I think they're I think they're going to walk through the NFC. Um, but but I mean, even then, I guess if they play a team that knows, I mean, I think everyone knows it's not a secret that it's like okay, Brock Purdy isn't a Patrick Mahomes. Like if he gets down big, he's probably not going to be able to sling together like a 17 second drive to win the game at the end in overtime or something, you know, it's, um, but, but yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of what you need. I feel like, I don't like I winning the Super Bowl. I feel like is harder. We've seen them do this, like, like with Jimmy G when they went and they played against the Niners, like they had, or the, um, the chiefs, Chiefs. like they had, they had a really good playoff. They had that one game. Most of it had like 200 rushing yards or something like that. Like they, they were looking really good. Their defense was great. And they even had the lead, and then uh, they played against Patrick Mahomes, who 
is the kind of guy who can, if he's down big, even, you know, he can put something together and, and pull him out of it. And it's just, yeah, I, I think the playoffs is a different animal. I, I think winning playoff games is going to be easy for them, but I think overcoming any sort of adversity or going as far as winning the Super Bowl, I think is, is like a step up from kind of where they're at. Yeah, yeah for sure um miami dolphins as we mentioned are the two seed right now a chance to be the one seed also chance they lose the division but a massive massive win for them on sunday against the dallas cowboys they went 20 to 22 um i was impressed with their defense most of the game and then you know they they come down the field with the drive to 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 kick the field goal and win the game when they needed to they went to tyree kill um which is what you're supposed to do in this situation. I think they lost Waddle for looks like the remainder of the regular season. I think that's probably the smart move for the Dolphins to kind of sit him for the rest of the season if he's got a chance to be healthy for the playoffs. But, man, this is that was a huge win. Um, this was, I think Big Cat was calling it the fraud bowl. Like, whoever lost this game between the Cowboys and Dolphins, like, hasn't really beat any good teams. Uh, and this is a big win for the Dolphins to prove that they can kind of win a, a little bit of a grittier game, you know, not as not just up and down the field, whoever can score, whoever has the ball last, like really, really big win uh, for them. And, you know, like Tyreek stats, he had nine catches for 99 yards. Um, the play when they went to him on third down uh, on, on the last drive of the game, like that's why he's should be in the MVP conversation as well as McCaffrey. Like, did you, I don't know if you saw like the in-season hard knocks clip, but there was like a, they, they went to, they kind of were huddling up before the play. And Tua was like, I'm not looking at you, Tyreek. But he, he was like looking at Braxton Berrios and he's like, Tyreek, you're getting the ball. Like, I'm not, I'm stay out of the huddle, but Tyreek, you're getting the ball. Like we're doing a screen past you. And, um, like that's just, that's, that's why he's there because when, when the game matters for the dolphins, they're going to Tyreek Hill and it's, insanely hard to stop so i don't know i was impressed by the dolphins still don't think i believe in them to win four straight playoff games um but yeah really good win for them so yeah um yeah i think that's a great win for them on the flip side of that coin dallas has now lost they they killed the eagles and then they lost to the bills and the dolphins what a and weird now, stretch for yeah, them. yeah and now they and then they're gonna play the lions yeah and that's i mean i don't know if are the Lions going to play other starters? Yeah. I mean, the Lions I'm still assuming, have a chance at the one seed. That's true. They still have a, yeah, so that's a tough game. That's tomorrow. That's really I'm so game. excited for that game. Yeah, that's gonna great. It's going to be a great, great game. game. Um, and then they'll end the season with uh, <laughs> the Commanders, which the Commanders aren't that good, but that's those NFC East matchups at the end of the season. Like, you never really know. Like, there is a world where the Cowboys could end the season 10-7, and 7, and they had a shot at possibly the one seed and then i mean they clinch the playoffs so they're not, i'm not worried if i'm them but um if you're going in the playoffs and your last you lost three of your last four games like that's um you got some things you got to figure out um especially because right before right before that loss to the bills it was like i don't know if he was the betting favorite but like Dak MVP yeah. was a huge conversation and it was looking probable too because he was he was really starting to ball out and they were looking really hot and um and yeah they lost a tough game to the bills and then they lose a tough game to the dolphins and they they can't run the ball right now which is concerning like tony pollard is just not not the workhorse back that i think they they want him to be 
Um, and I love Tony Pollard, obviously. Like, he's been – he's awesome. But I yeah. think they they miss Zeke and they miss the change of pace guy and being able to use Pollard as more of a receiving back. And um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're in a little bit of a – sticky situation in this Lions game is going to be very telling for them as yeah. um but I mean both of those seem like you like you were saying both those teams are in the playoffs Cowboys have a pretty tough cushion and I think they're going to beat the commanders pretty badly so um they're probably like yeah we're pretty much the five seed no matter what um I don't know if they need to show everything to that Lions team because there's a possibility they play the Lions in the playoffs yeah so um the three seed in the AFC is the Kansas City Chiefs and man that was the Ugliest loss that that Patrick Mahomes has had maybe in the regular season, especially this late in the regular season um, of his career, uh, a twenty to fourteen win or loss, excuse me, twenty to fourteen loss at home to the Vegas Raiders. Aiden O'Connell, did you see his stat line? Uh, I don't know if I saw it at the end of the game, but I saw it like going into the fourth. Uh, quarter. End of the game was nine for twenty one, sixty two yards. After the first quarter, do you know what he was? After the first quarter, in O'Connell, zero for 10, zero yards. Uh. And they won the game. Won the game. Zero for 10 for zero yards. Uh, Patrick Mahomes throws uh, an awful pick six. Um, two defensive touchdowns for um, the, the, the Raiders. And I don't, I don't know, man. This uh, Patrick Mahomes is the leading rusher on on the Chiefs side. That's not like what you want to see, I, I do. Rashid Rice is a really good receiver. Like I think he's I, maybe not really good. He's a good receiver. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's not the same. No. Four five catches for forty four yards in a game where you needed him to be to be your go to guy. Um, Richie James was your second leading receiver. Like I don't know, man. This 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 Chiefs game is scaring me. Do you still, do you think they have a shot at winning the Super Bowl? I mean, you just it's it's really hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes, even after seeing this game that he played. But I think as long as he's healthy, they always have a chance. Right. Um, I think you're right. But they're right. definitely. I mean, they're. I mean, my third or fourth favorite even to make the super bowl out from of the, the AFC. AFC. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who are you? I mean, Ravens, obviously. I mean, Ravens. And then I honestly, okay, I'm going to, I think dolphins for sure. I think dolphins. I think bills. I think bills. I think maybe even the Browns. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. The Browns, the Browns. I mean, I, I don't hate it because I mean, Watching this Chiefs offense struggle against the Raiders defense, if facing the Browns in the playoffs, if the Browns can hold the Chiefs to like twenty points, I mean, they Joe might be Flacco able to get it done. just scored thirty-seven. Yeah, like yeah, against uh, the Jets, who's a good against, defense. They, yeah, they're they've been one of the best defenses against. Um, they've been one of the best like air defenses this season, and yeah, that's. I don't know. I think it's 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 a grim look right now for the Chiefs for sure. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Jaguars are eight and seven. They are reeling, man. They do not look good. Um, they 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 lose. They, this is their fourth loss in a row. They lose a thirty to twelve game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Very uncompetitive. Like they they looked they looked bad. 
Um, they get the Panthers and then the Titans the last, you know, these last two weeks. So they should bounce back. But I mean, they <laughs> CJ Stroud hasn't played for the last couple games, and Gardner Minshew's been playing for the Colts, and it's a three-way tie in that division uh, with two games to go. So I don't know, man. It, the the Jaguars are Jaguars are struggling. Um, I don't I don't count them. I wouldn't count on them to win any of these no. any playoff games. Uh, we just touched on the Browns. They look <laughs> Joe Flacco looks really good. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, they've won four in a row. They 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 look like a really dangerous team. I'm t- I, they, they're they're definitely a a sleeper team um, in the playoffs. And then as you mentioned, I think the Bills aren't even a sleeper team anymore. They're playing. No, they're playing really good football. They're nine and six. Um, you gotta win this Patriots game. Like, yeah, they, we, we can't. You gotta win it, and you gotta like, you gotta win it by a lot. We can't. Like, we can't lose again to the Patriots. Like no. that just can't happen. No, um, that would that would take away a lot of my confidence in in them. Yeah, um, and it, it'll be a tough game. I think you know Belichick's licking his chops right now. He'd love nothing more than to just take, totally take another game from the totally. Bills. I will say like looking back at their schedule, th- this was supposed to be like they played, they went at Eagles at chiefs, Cowboys and, you know, lost a heartbreaker to the Eagles, beat the chiefs, beat the Cowboys pretty convincingly. But now looking at that, like that was supposed to be a pretty big gauntlet. Now looking at that, you're like, man, chiefs don't look too good. Cowboys don't look too good. Eagles don't look too good. Like, I don't know. That was a very impressive stretch. But I mean, before the Bills game, like the Eagles were No, like, totally. I think it was since the Bills game that the Eagles have started to not look that good. Totally. But cuz they Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs, they had that or the Eagles had that one loss to the Jets. Um and then they beat the Cowboys, then the Chiefs, and then they barely beat the Bills, and then they get three losses right after. Right. That. But I just I I more just think like I think after talking about all these other teams, it's like I think it's just further proof that I think the Niners and the Ravens are the best two teams since like not even close. Yeah. And even though we just saw them play, like I could easily see a, a way that the, 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 that game flips and the Niners take control early and, and win the game. So, um, yeah. And then Texans and Steelers and Bengals are still right there too. So we'll see the Colts play the the Colts need to beat the Panthers this week. Uh, and then they get the Texans, which, that game could be for a playoff spot week week seventeen, which or week eighteen, which would be cool. Yeah, seeing CJ Stroud's back, so hopefully the Texans look a little bit better. Um, what a bummer that they've had the past couple weeks after looking like they might waltz into a playoff spot. Um, they've lost, you know, two of the last three, three of the last five. So yeah. they play the Titans this week. They need to get back on track if they want to shut out the playoffs. Yeah. They would be a fun team to watch in the playoffs. They oh. would be. It's it's a real shame because Tank Dell's not coming back, right? No, I don't think so. And Stroud's playing this week, right? Yeah, it's, he's he's cleared, cleared concussion. Yeah, yeah. They, they. I mean, yeah. Regardless, it'd still be a fun team to watch. Um, it's just a bummer that Tank Dell's not going to be in there. Uh, in the NFC, the Niners are currently the one seed. Um, they own the tiebreaker over the uh, Eagles and the Lions right now, who are the two and three seed. Eagles, we just talked about the Niners a lot. Eagles uh, finally get back on track with the win after losing three straight. Uh, and it was not a good win. Pretty ugly 33-25 to 25 win over the Giants. Luckily for them, they played the Cardinals and then the Giants 
the last two weeks. So I don't know. You hope you get back on track with those two games. And if you lose one of them, it's a, it's a, it's a nightmare. Um, I did want to touch on like the Seahawks beating the, the Eagles on Monday night football with drew lock was electric. Um, what a massive, massive win for the Seahawks. That was biggest, biggest game of the season for sure. Um, we had lost four in a row. Uh, against pretty good teams like Rams, who the Rams look really good now. Rams look good. We lost four in a row and five out of six. Um, and and you know you lose to the Rams, a game that you should have won. Lose to the Niners, heartbreaker to the Cowboys in a game you probably should have won. And then the Niners again, but then coming back and beating the Eagles on Monday Night Football, Drew Locke saved the season. Uh, and now you play the Titans, and now you control your own destiny with with the Steelers and the Cardinals the last two weeks. If you win both of those, you're in the playoffs, no matter what. If you win one of them, you're probably in the playoffs too. Um, but yeah, dude, that 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 end of that game um, was 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 insane. Um, DK Metcalf comes up big on the final drive with some some huge catches, and then that throw to JSN in the corner of the end zone was beautiful. I I will also say Kenneth Walker has been an absolute stud for the Seahawks these past few games. Um, not going to put up huge numbers, but there has been he has had more like six yard gains that should have been two yard losses than I've seen in a long like he is just he's been so impressive of just keeping the Seahawks above water yeah. um and yeah I just thought I, I thought we had no chance in that that Eagles game um but that was a huge huge win for the Seahawks to beat the Eagles just before that I was like there's no way we beat the Eagles um the Eagles do not look like the same team. And I really don't know what it is because it made sense that it was, you know, that their defense was struggling. Like they don't have a lot of the same players. I think I saw they've only, they only have four starters right now that are from last year's team. Um, then they, they drafted like all of Georgia's defense almost like a lot of their like, right. younger guys. Like they still have some good names in there, but yeah. But see, that's another thing. It's like, just because I don't know, I think we do this in the NFL because the off like the NFL is truly year round and the offseason is such a big deal. But we take like winning the draft so seriously and it literally means nothing yeah. like we were. Everyone was like, oh, the Eagles should have won the Super Bowl and and they had the best draft like it's over. It's like, well, maybe we should watch them play a game for like, I don't know. I yeah. It was it was a everyone was at least in Seahawks circles, we were all like, why did we take Devin Witherspoon over Jalen Carter? And now Devin Witherspoon looks like he's like a legit defensive player. Like he's a gamer. So it's just, I don't know. I, I think it's funny how we, how we do that. But yeah, the Eagles, I don't know. Like I was saying, it made sense that their defense like looked different, but now it's their offense. Yeah. What's, what's scaring me about the Eagles is that it seemed like, it seemed like for most of the season, Ever since like that Jets win, they're like, okay, we'll be able, we'll be we'll have one loss. We'll be sixteen and one, right, going into the playoffs again, and then we'll be fine. We'll probably get the one seat. You know, they're like, and that's I think that's just like a mentality issue. And they started losing some games, and it's it's kind of tough to dig yourself out of that hole. And your like the team's form and their mentality, like at the end of the season going into the playoffs, I think is a huge uh, like it'll sway either way, like how you do in the playoffs. Right. There's, um, yeah, like it's, it's just, 
if they enter the playoffs and they're kind of in this rut and they've you know they've lost some games that they probably should have won or they they just haven't really showed up against these tough teams like if they're going if they have to face a team in the playoffs that has any sort of momentum like they might be in trouble like they right. could it they might not it looks like they probably won't get the one seed I'd still probably put the one seed in the Niners but um <clears throat> but I mean I'd be I'd be scared if if they had to play. Right who, now they played who, Seattle. We say won. right now they're playing Seattle, and we Dude, saw how that went. And they they could even play if they end up playing like the Rams or something. Like that's that's another that's a tough game. I was listening to some like preview or like some NFL talk show, and they were doing like they had all the matchups for the first round. And they're like, okay, Philly plays Seattle. I'd take Philly. And they kind of just glossed over, it and I was like, we literally just it was like the same. It reminded me of the Washington Huskies. I was like, in Oregon. I was like, what do you mean? We literally just played them and beat them. Now you're just gonna be like, yeah, Eagles will win. Oh, dude, it, it pissed me off. No love for the state of Washington. No, for real. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you're totally right. They are not the team. They're not playing the ball you want going into the playoffs right now. Um, team who is, however, Detroit Lions. Oof. Win the division for the first time since... First time ever they won the NFC North. It was the NFC Central the last time they won it in 1993. <laughs> uh, Eli, we weren't even thoughts in 1993 we weren't we weren't even i we're, i don't i think chad and marcy had met yeah I don't but they weren't married yeah rob and, had, rob and amy hadn't yeah i don't think they'd met yet yeah so um the detroit lions win the division we talked about them they're playing the cowboys this week which would be a great game but man props to them they they've you know, secured a home home playoff game in the first week of the season or first week of the playoffs they have a chance at the one seed still. Um, and I'm really looking forward to this game on Saturday because I think them like that, that'll be a good game. It's the Cowboys. So, yeah. Hats off to them. I mean, was it last, like last season, Dan Campbell was kind of on the hot seat. Right? Yeah. They were like one in six to start the season or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's done such an unbelievable job. Yeah. And same with golf, dude. He, he we were, we were watching uh, the herd right before we started recording and they had a blind, resume of jared goff and he's like top five in almost every stat this year for quarterbacks and yeah he's just he's not obviously he's not elite he's not great but he kind of had this reputation of being like a bad quarterback or like a mid quarterback and he's a good starter and you can win games with him so i i've been impressed they they had so much hype going into this year i thought it was such a recipe for a letdown um but man, they're eleven and four. I mean, that's insane. They're eleven and four, and they they have a shot at the one seed. Uh, the Buccaneers look like they have taken control over the NFC South. Uh, man, props to them. They've won four games in a row, beating some pretty good teams too. Like beat the Falcons in a on the road in a tough divisional game. Beat the Packers in Lambeau, and then beat the Jaguars. Um, impressive wins. Baker Mayfield looks awesome. He's another one, pretty pretty similar to Goff, who. Like Baker kind of counted out. Obviously, he's not. I don't think he's elite. Um, but if he had, if if he had a rough season, like he, there was a shot he could get benched. Totally. In the season, like totally. he was, yeah, he was a bench candidate, and now he's he's leading his team to to win. Yeah, their division. I think both of those, like Baker and Jared Goff, are both like Goff's done it for a little bit longer, but they they're both like starters in the National Football League and yeah. have proven they're, they they're can proven it. Yeah, go to the playoffs. Um, the Buccaneers do play the Saints this week. That 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 we'll get to into the picks, but that's a that's going to be a tough one for for them. Like that's a divisional game. Saints are backs against the wall. 
Um, they, they lose this, they go home. And these games are always tough. Too. I know. Like, you never really know what's going to happen with Bucks Saints. And how many times have we talked about the Saints like blowing it up after this year? You know that they know that that's a possibility if they lose this game. Like, yeah. they don't make the playoffs. They all they're all playing for their jobs. Dennis Allen's playing for his job. All those players playing for their jobs. Yeah, Derek Carr playing for his job. Yeah, yeah. all of them. All like, of them except maybe Chris Olave. Right. Like, <laughs> how many of those guys are going to stay on the team if they lose the next two? Yeah. So that's that should be a good one. But the Buccaneers definitely look like a. I think I put out a poll yesterday on the game chat Instagram, which is game chat podcast. Yeah, game chat podcast. Thank you. Um, of like teams that could win a sleeper teams that could win a playoff game. Buccaneers were on there. I was like, yeah, I definitely think the Buccaneers could win a playoff game. Um, Rams, we kind of touched on them a little bit. They they beat the Saints last week on Thursday Night Football. Looked really good. Um, they've looked great the past since they beat the Seahawks. Past six weeks, uh, beat the Seahawks, beat the Cardinals, beat the Browns pretty badly. Uh, played the most competitive game the Ravens have played in the past couple months. Lose on 31-37. And they beat the Commanders and beat the Saints. Um, they're getting hot at the right time. Yeah, I think this is a team that, like, looking over the season, you kind of like, okay, they, they didn't have Cup for a while, and then he came back, and then Kyron Williams was looking really good. Then they lost him for a little while. And so, like, it's kind of like all the pieces are coming together at the right time. And, like, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I can't – I don't know too much – I can't say too much about their defense just because I nothing I don't know other than Aaron Donald and I don't even I don't know if he's having a good season or not. But like but their offense, they have I mean, they can if they get some momentum, they can work their way up the field all game long. And yeah. like Nakua and and Cooper Cup just I, I feel like they're just so hard to they're just so hard to defend and then Kyron Williams having an insane season. He's already a thousand yard rusher and he missed what, like four games or three yeah. games. Uh, it, that That's insane. He's second in yards per game on the season or third in yards per game on the season behind McCaffrey and Tyree kill. Yeah. And that's Kyron Williams. He's having such a good year. Yeah. He's having a crazy. Year. I think if it wasn't for like Puka Nakua kind of not necessarily coming out of nowhere, but basically we're like, all right, when Cooper's gone, like who's this number one receiver? And we're like, dude, Nakua's kind of a baller and then even when cooper comes back he still has some good games and um yeah i think it's uh kyron williams has somehow been like a little bit overshadowed but yeah he's having mm-hmm. he's having an insane season and then you know matthew stafford just having a veteran back there who just knows what to do and having playmakers around him like that's um especially i mean someone who's been to the they won that super bowl right yeah yeah i mean having a super bowl champ a recent fairly recent super bowl champ heading into the playoffs with some momentum is um, I think that's a good place to be. Like, if, if you're the Rams, I think you're, I think you're kind of liking your chances as an underdog in in some of these games. Um, I I looked back at our over unders that we did with Matthew and Brandon before the season, and I think Matthew was the only one that went over on the the Rams. What was over under? It was like six and a half. Oh wow! I know, and I already had eight <laughs> with two games to go. I was like, dang, they they proved me wrong because I. I did not believe in this Rams team at the beginning of the year. Um, Stafford, man, he he is in a tier above Goff and Baker. Like, I think so too. He's playing really well, and I, yeah, I mean, you touched on that. Like, I just Puka is insane. Like every week, yeah. he's he's balling out, and yeah, their their defense. Like, I don't. know, Aaron Donald still has his fourteen tackles for loss. Like, what the heck? He's still. He's still doing he it. He almost now. he almost retired. I know. 
He's got 14 tackles for loss. It's crazy. Um, and then the Seahawks at the seventh seed. Like I said, they control their own destiny, pick up a huge win against the the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Then they survived last week against the Titans. Um, that Titans game was a little bit concerning. But at the same time, like, when you win those big games, the next game is always the tough. Like, that's that's the toughest. Uh, an emotional win to keep your season alive. And then you go on the road to play it like a well-coached team in the Titans um, with a backup quarterback who had like has something to prove because he wants to keep his job in the NFL. Um, so I was happy with just to come away with a win. Um, play the Steelers this week, which is like these next two games, Steelers and Cardinals are pretty much must wins because you have the um, you have four teams sitting at seven and eight. You have the Vikings, the Falcons, the Panthers, or the Packers and the Saints. Yeah. Um, and then one, you know, one of the Packers and the Vikings is winning this week because they play each other. So you basically just have to keep winning, and yeah. you're in. So um, any other? We we just went through all, every playoff team, yeah, every playoff which team. is fun. This that was that was a blast. Do you have any other any other thoughts before we um, move on? Um, playoff thoughts, not really. One thing I just saw, I just realized. So Seattle's eight and seven, and in the division they're one and four, and so like, dang, having a winning record and then losing a lot of divisional games is, I think, it's pretty impressive. And it, I think, it goes to show that they, I think, they can be better than what their record says, just because, especially in a tough division. I mean, it, it looks like three NFC West teams are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, um, not yeah. a year I expected that. No, either. No, um, yeah. I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, they have a winning record, and I think some of those losses are just sort of like they're just tough by nature because of their divisional. And yeah, I didn't realize they were one and four in the division. Dude, side note: I've uh, I was just monitoring this. There, there's there there was a bowl game that kicked off at ten a.m. this morning. Um, it was a uh, Clemson and Kentucky. Oh yeah, I see. and dude, I've just been betting overs on all these college football bowl games, and they hit like crazy i don't know what's going on but like the, the over uh, over for it was 44 for clemson kentucky and it's 27 28 i was like <laughs> like last night i did over it was over like 58 and a half between uh, arizona and oklahoma 62 I was like, cash that like i've just been betting overs in college football bowl games it's electric Oh, the Clemson's up thirty to twenty eight. Thirty to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> it. I'm telling you people, it's free money. <laughs> I uh, when we were when we were talking about college, what half an hour ago? Hour ago? I don't know. I um, I saw that game and Kentucky was up twenty one to ten. Yeah, Clemson has Clemson. Tw- Clemson has twenty points in the fourth quarter. Um, really quickly, let's rank. So we have. Let's do it. How do we want to do this? Do we want to rank teams straight up, or do we want to look at the odds in each division? Let's do that. Let's do AFC. Oh, they don't even have them on FanDuel. Nope, they do. So, best bet for the AS to win the AFC, best bet to win the NFC. Okay? Okay. Let me pull FanDuel real quick. So, AFC, we'll start with AFC. Ravens are plus 200 to win the AFC. This means go to the Super Bowl. Uh... Dolphins plus three sixty, Chiefs plus four ten, Bills plus five hundred, Jaguars plus thirteen hundred, Browns plus fourteen hundred. It's okay to say the Bills. 
I know. I, <laughs> I'm really tempted. I'm trying to pull it up, and I'm having trouble for some reason. I'm. Um, I. I mean, we talked about this a little bit. I like the Browns of those odds because they're higher than Jacksonville. Yeah, and I definitely believe in the Browns more than the Jaguars right now. So plus fourteen hundred. I mean, that's ten wins, one hundred and forty bucks. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, being being having eleven wins and being plus fourteen hundred, um, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's why. I, obviously, the inner Josh Allen fan in me wanted to say Bills, but I wanted to look at the numbers because I I knew that there was going to be some higher odds. Because um, honestly, I mean, like Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, especially the Chiefs, like I don't know if I'd want to put money on any of those. Cause no. like It's just with the AFC, like it's so tough. It's just so tough to predict. Um, I don't hate the Bills, plus 500. So I don't hate the Bills either. And then, yeah, Browns at 1,400. I feel like they their team is structured to like, they're almost structured to win playoff games. Yeah. Like they have an experienced quarterback and like a, just an insane defense and like, they could they could keep some teams low and just put up a few touchdowns each game and and uh, and kind of steamroll their way through the playoffs. But um, yeah, um, I think my favorites between the two because you took the Browns, I'm gonna take the Bills. Yeah, no, that's, not why. Be, that's, yeah, that's why. That's why, why I'm yeah. taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, NFC, uh, 49ers are even money. They're plus 100. Uh, Eagles are plus 380. Cowboys plus 500. Lions plus 750. And then Rams plus three thousand, uh, Buccaneers and Seahawks are plus thirty five hundred. Honestly, I mean, I'm I'm on two opposite sides of the spectrum. Like, I almost think the 49ers is safe money, but at right. the same time, like Rams plus three thousand. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. I don't. I don't like Tampa Bay is at plus thirty five hundred. But the Rams, like, I they don't. I don't think they have a Super Bowl team. But like, they. I feel. I feel like at any any given week, even against some of these tough teams, they could put up a lot of points. Yeah, I I bet the Niners at the beginning of the season to win the NFC at plus four hundred or something. So yeah, I'm obviously at plus one hundred. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, plus one hundred is super low. But I just I think I have a hard time seeing a lot of these teams beating them. I think if you're going to, like, the Lions right now looks good because if they beat the Cowboys this week, that goes down drastically. Like, they probably switch and maybe they probably go to, like, plus 400 instead of plus 750. So, I don't know. I think if you like the Lions, this is the time to do it. Whereas I, if, if the Cowboys win, I don't think the Cowboys jumps that much. Yeah. So I think they still be behind the Eagles. Maybe, maybe not, but I don't know. Um, the Cowboys would would they get the tiebreaker over the Eagles? Mm, I don't know how it would work because they, they they split, split right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know the I don't know the the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, because yeah, with the one seed being in play, I, like if. If you could take a team, yeah. If you could take a team that's like over, like plus five hundred or plus seven fifty, like the Cowboys or Lions, if there's still a shot that they could get a buy, like that's yeah, no, for sure. Those are kind of those are fun odds right now, for sure. All right, let's do our picks and get out of here. Um, 
Again, shout out YouTube if you're watching. Leave a like. Um, I'm gonna, I'll start with my lock. I'm going Tampa Bay. Uh, they play, we, we talked about it a little bit. They play the Saints. I was listening to part of my take. Big Cat was like, two and a half seems too good to be true. Like, it seems too low. But if I'm going to be a sucker, I guess I'll be a sucker for the for this team. I just don't think the Saints are that good. So I'll go Buccaneers two and a half. But I but I hate it. Yeah, I um, your yours scares me just as much. Yeah, I'm trying to see if it's yeah it's stayed the same. Yeah, I'm taking Ravens minus three and a half. Um, that terrifies me. It terrifies me. That's why you're taking it. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know. I I'm very confident the Ravens are going to win. I think they they know how close the one seed is and they're just going to get the job done. But the winning by four is where I'm like I'm getting hung up on it a little bit. But when I'm looking at the other locks. I feel like there's a lot of close games kind of like this, and then a yeah. couple like really big lines. And so like I, I'm I'm the most confident in this Raven team right now. I think especially after. It just scares me that like that that scares me that they just came off the biggest win of the season. Like this seems like such a letdown spot. Yeah, I don't know. But it's only it's only three and a half points, and they just they just blew out. Yeah, what true. A lot of people honestly still say is like probably the best team in the NFL. So I I don't know. I I think they're gonna keep rolling. Um, I know the the Dolphins beating an actually good team. They're kind of rolling as well. But um, I think it's uh I think it's the Ravens show. My underdog is Detroit plus six. I think they could beat the Cowboys outright. I really do. But I love it at plus six. Um, I think, yeah, I, I just, I, I think this game is way closer than six. So I don't even think the Cowboys are bad. I think the Cowboys could, could win too. But I, I like Detroit to keep it close. And I hope it's a close game because it, it should be fun to watch. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that line too. Um yeah, it seems like it's it's gone down half a point, I guess, to Dallas minus five and a half. But still, that's yeah. Um, my underdog, I'm going with Las Vegas plus three and a half against the Colts. Um, yeah, I don't really know why. I don't have much to explain <laughs> other than they just their defense had a a pretty good game beating the Chiefs. Um, it's tough to take them because, like you said about like. Aiden O'Connell's stat line. Like it's not it's not like they handled the Chiefs and like it was a very unconventional yeah. win, but um but yeah. I just thought it was fun to take them plus three and a half, so I'm gonna do it. Uh doubling up here on the over and unders. Well, doubling up games. I took Baltimore and Miami's. Um yeah, I I I just hope there's a lot of points scored. I think both of these offenses are capable. So um forty six and a half was I was kind of expecting this one to be like more like fifty, so 46 and a half sounds good to me. Like, I don't know, 27 to 24 gets it done. So, yeah. Yeah. 27 to 20 gets it done. So, I'll take it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going New Orleans versus Tampa Bay. The over is 42 and a half, um, which I feel like these games go one way or the other. I feel like they're either super low scoring or yeah, it could be like fireworks. 13 to 10. Yeah. yeah. It could, yeah. It could be just, it could be almost no points scored or it could just be an absolute fireworks show. And I'm, I'm hoping for a crazy game with lots of offense. Um, I could see it happening. Like you said, the saints basically their roster and their coaching staff fighting for their jobs. Um, 
and we've seen we've seen a really we've seen some games where there's a really good connection between Baker and Mike Evans, and I could see them connecting for a few touchdowns. Uh, my under is going to be Vegas in Indianapolis. Eli, you touched on it. I like Vegas's defense. I also like Indianapolis's defense. I don't think they're that bad. Maybe not. I don't know much about their defense now that I say that. But forty-two and a half um, seems pretty reasonable to me. So I'll, I'll take forty-two and a half there. My under is uh, Seahawks versus the Steelers. It's kind of just a Steelers under. Yeah, both coaches really like to want want to play this game as an under. So yeah, I don't hate it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't see either team being able to score a lot of points and not. Really, yeah, like you said, not even really wanting to. Like I think both teams are going to want to kind of keep it close and just run the clock out. We both have Green Bay. I got them at plus two and a half. I picked them pretty early in the week against Minnesota. Uh, you have them plus one. I most this is a Jaron Hall disrespect game for me, or disrespect picked. Like I don't think Jaron Hall. Oh yeah, I don't. I mean, for the fact that they just having a new starter and then being favored against a team who has the same record and um, I yeah, know, I don't know what the Packers last couple of games have been, but I don't know. I think the Packers are capable of looking good. Super. Um, record wise, Cole still he's basically clinched first place. Um, forty seven. 31 and two and a very impressive year from Cole uh, Mitch climbed to second place. He is 40, 38 and two Eli game behind him right at 500, 39, 39 and two. I am a game below 538, 40 and two Reed has kind of started to slip 35, 43 and two. He's three games back of me for last place. Playoff cross off. We have not done this in. <laughs> Ooh, is this week 17? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I've got a cross off three. So do I. Which Ooh. shouldn't, in theory, shouldn't be that hard since I have one. Uh, two, Kentucky just took the lead 35, 30, 34. That's wild. Since I have like. I have potentially four playoff teams. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be that hard to find teams to cross off, but um, I'm going to cross off the Steelers and the Saints. And the Falcons. I think I'm going to do... <laughs> Saints Steelers as well. Um, what does the rest of the AFC look like? Oh. Oh. This is a hard one. Oh wait. Oh, I get a gimme. Chargers. Oh, nice. Did not have them. Somehow. Actually, I know why I didn't have them. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly why they weren't on my playoffs. Playoff I cross definitely off. crossed them off later than I should have. Uh Oh, and then Titans. I had two teams that are already eliminated. That All right. Yeah, because you have one, two... So, yeah, like I have three, three eventually four, four playoff teams. Four yeah. could be playoff teams. Good. Yeah, that's not Rams were the first team. I you have five potential playoff teams. Yeah, Rams, Texans, Colts, Bucks, Broncos, Panthers. 
Panthers or uh, Bengals. Oh. Sorry, I wouldn't. Yeah. Count, I'd count the Bengals over the Broncos. Yeah, probably. But we'll see. It's tough. That's all I got. That's all I got. Rock the house. Rock the house. <laughs> <laughs>